Durga's Fireside Chat, hosted by Priya Varadarajan. Hello everyone, I'm Priya and I'm part of Durga. Durga is a citizen sector organization that wants to build power and resilience in youth to act against sexual harassment in public spaces and also work towards a gender-just society. Towards this, we do various strategic activities around engaging with youth in various places like colleges, schools, events, online fora and also through active campaigning. To continue with our efforts in engaging with youth through the fireside chat, I will speak to gender justice activists across the country on their activism and inspiration to youth to further the movement. Do listen in, do share your thoughts and do write in to us whenever you have any issues around what you've heard, questions on what you've heard or how you understand issues of gender, gender justice or sexual harassment in public spaces. Zeba is presently a member of the Supreme Court of India Bar Association and the Delhi High Court Bar association she is a well accomplished practicing advocate and litigation has been her forte thank you so much for your time zeba i uh, would like to start by knowing what your journey of activism is zeba and in that way you could introduce yourself as well to the audience uh okay hi i'm zeba and uh, basically if you if you ask me about my journey um you've actually set me thinking because i think um, activism was really in my blood if you ask me because i was born and brought up in assam and uh, i had uh, you know parents who were instilling in me uh, this whole uh, concept of being you know fiercely independent and um, you know to have a voice of my own and um, you know and at home we didn't see them treat um, the boys and girls any differently we were all brought up in that same space given the same you know freedom and most importantly to speak up so i and and uh, you know i i might have been little, uh, luckier than a lot of us because you know that uh, assam is a place where you know i think uh, you know uh, where the youth are very lucky to have a background where everyone is very fiercely independent and there's something in the soil i think i have you know i have to stop and think and um, but it largely comes from you know uh, this whole idea of standing up for the other uh, the feeling of community and in the right spirit and so yes and that took us to school this this whole concept of speaking up of of uh, raising a hand and being able to uh, talk your mind uh, was something that was available you know with us and so i think i have been lucky that way and from there on i came to delhi way back in 1989 and uh, i realized that all all the you know uh, all the training i had back home actually became very useful here because delhi was a place which uh, which which was like you know a street a feeling of being on the street where you we were bombarded with you know all kinds of uh, aggression and aggression on the streets aggression you know even in the classroom aggression uh, everywhere so you know that is where i thought i was being able to implement all that i had imbibed and actually this was a good 
training ground in itself. And, uh, you know, because in Delhi, you have people from all over the place. It's not, uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's a city which is uh, cosmopolitan and you have uh, people from all walks of life, different backgrounds, different places. And uh, here you are actually exposed to, uh, to, to the best and the worst. So, you know, it is like it, it has been like a training ground in itself. And uh, you had, of course, down the line, you know, um, I realized that, uh, you know, and also when you when you heard um, other, you know, feminists are speaking and when, when you were exposed to listening to, uh, you know, great women from all walks of life uh, talk about their experiences and, you know, uh, so that was in itself very fulfilling. And then, you know, I, um, you know, felt very uh, strong and I felt that, yes, uh, there is this whole space that you can build around yourself where you can stand on your feet, where you can have a voice of your own and being, a, you know, and, and you could also be a very helpful bystander where you could help the, the person next to you as well. So, uh, and, and for doing that, I realized that you have, I have to be strong myself because it's only when I'm strong that I can help the person next to me. So, yes, it, it was all a very human uh, development, I would say. It, 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 was, it, it, it was a very natural uh, course that I was on to. And um, luckily, I found myself in good, uh, you know, in places where I had people with the same kind of mindset as me. I, I studied at the Mothers International School in Delhi. And the Aurobindo Ashram was full of, you know, free souls, as they say. And that is also one place where I derived a lot of, uh, you know, encouragement. I got a lot of um, mindsets where people uh, were hugely independent and hugely encouraged um, women and men to have a mind of their own. And uh, of course, to stand up for the rights uh, of a human being. And uh, this is this is uh, this was a place because I stayed here in the hostel for two years uh, in my eleventh and twelfth, and I and I was exposed to you know the basics, which is that we, we learned the basic lessons of empathizing with others. We had people from all walks of life who were you know who were doing very well in their personal careers, but they devoted their lives in the ashram serving uh, you know humanity. And I think that was a very, very humbling experience. And that is, again, where, you know, the, the human in you uh, was brought out. And, and uh, that is where even today when I am on the road and I see um, women in distress or children in distress or, you know, uh, it, it, it sort of really burns my heart. And I feel I, 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 that I really wish I could do something. And that is what actually took me on to the next um, step, which was that I did my um, English honors from Miranda House. And uh, well, I think that was the most best part of my life because I, I had, you know, fiercely independent women there. And I had a great alumni who would come and give us talks like Sheila Dixit and, uh, you know, and, and so have you. I mean, they, I mean, they were just everyone from from uh, Miranda House who had studied and who are all fantastically strong women today. And I, I think I was uh, very lucky to be part of that college. From there on, I went on to do my law. I took a degree in LLB from Delhi University. 
And yes, that actually exposed me to the to the big bad world, if you can call, from the protected hostel life to a place where you were hobnobbing with people who finally uh, came from different ideologies, um, who would uh, and and we would all sit under a tree which still exists there called the wisdom tree, and uh, we would sit with uh, you know cups and cups of tea and uh, sort of just break our heads against each other with different people. From, you know, where people from different ideologies would gather, and that is when I actually, you know, thought I formed my own identity, my own ideology. The whole idea of fighting for people's rights, for women's rights, and um, that is where actually I thought I had sort of evolved from 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 a very hazy uh, concept before to a very firm one. And I um, thought that I was lucky that I found myself there because with that uh, education and with the exposure, I felt I could actually take on the world. So there I was immediately after I finished my course, I stepped on to the legal world, and that was 23 years ago. And uh, I'm still here, and I have survived, and uh, I'm loving every bit of it. So. This is so, and and in this huge journey of 23 years of being a professional lawyer, I realized that there are tons and tons of women and children in distress, or even men in distress, who need uh, our support and uh, who cannot even reach out to a professional like me. And that is where I uh, hugely respect the concept of legal aid authorities. And as much as they are, uh, they were in a very dismal state. The whole idea of having a government-backed legal uh, services authority is so important for men and women and children who cannot afford that kind of money to come up to, but even reach out to professionals like us is, I think, a very, very big step that the government has taken and the judiciary has taken. So. I think ultimately, and I, as I speak, you know, even in other forums, uh, one thing that India needs is a lot of professionals like you and uh, me, and um, you know, the the huge strata of uh, people who fall uh, not just below the poverty line, but um, even uh, the average Indian doesn't have access to, you know, to to reach to a court, to reach to a professional, to reach to even. If very even remotely uh, you know, has no access to justice. So uh, if you're talking about India and if you're talking about how we can help people here, I think the best way and the need of the art is to reach out to such people. And and um, I, I still remember having studied when I was a kid in civics that uh, we had 75 people, you know, who were still very rural and poor. I think that number has not changed greatly. From 75, I think it's come to 71 or 72. So we're still broadly a poor country. We're still broadly a country where there are uh, more number of destitute women and children that need our help. And I think. So, so I think the focus has to change uh, while the urban Indian, yes, needs the same uh, kind of uh, support. But I think what we really need to reach out to, what, what we really need to do is to bring that 71% to this level. And how we are going to do it is actually a huge dialogue that needs to be uh, brought up.
um, I know NGOs like you um, work a great deal in the social sector and uh, must be trying to um, get, uh, you know, uh, those people to the, the, the marginalized lot to the mainstream. But I think that is a that is a battle that needs to be fought at all levels and really at the ground. I um, I, I feel distressed to see um, that uh, you know that professionals like me also. Um, you know, don't take that much time out from our professional careers to serve that uh, strata of people. And I think of, and I think that you know the time has come that um, professionals, after a certain level of uh, seniority, uh, especially lawyers, must um, I think uh, must mandatorily take out time and do pro bono cases. Legal authorities are fine, but that's too little to cater to the to the millions that we have. So my endeavor is to uh, probably reach out to the bar councils, to the state bar councils, to the uh, to the bar council of India, to probably make a rule that all lawyers, after a certain number of years of experience, must do pro bono work. And uh, not just that it should be, uh, you know, a diktat, but I think uh, NGOs like you must reach out to even professionals like us and uh, speak to us and, and uh, you know, sort of imbibe in us this whole thought of uh, and, 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 and to sort of to imbibe this whole um, you know the, the the empathy, the the whole idea of sympathizing with such people, and to actually ingrain in us this this urgent desire to help the people who need help. Really, thanks a lot. The uh, the point that you've actually uh, come to is very interesting. When you say that it's a complex issue and needs solutions at multiple levels, right? So yeah. uh, access is a very very critical thing, and it could be access to any number of things which are in some sense for some of us very taken for granted but for many of us in the frills of society something that they don't even know or even awareness is not there so how do you think we could actually build communities because when we say interventions have to be at different levels and communities also need to have power and uh, resilience to address issues so Specifically, when we come to issues like gender-based violence, because that's where our focus is also at Durga. How, 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 according to you, could we actually build strength in communities to be able to address gender-based violence? Because increasingly, we see that no matter what else the intervention is, to be able to get a rock-solid sort of base for deterrence of crime against women, communities need to sort of be sol uh, in solidarity and stand up for one another. So how do you think that can happen, Zeba? I think, Priya, um, you know, uh, given the vastness of our country and the, the, the fact that, uh, you know, we are spread so far and wide, I, I think the best way is to create uh, Durgas in every community. You know, um, probably one should take it up as a project um and 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 uh, uh, maybe um uh, make it time bound uh, speak to the communities reach out to them directly and help create help uh, you know uh, make some of them uh, you know at least durgas in their own right and to make them so make themselves sufficient so that they then because they live in the community they then take this conversation forward 
and of course with this um, with this idea that they can reach out to people who will always support them uh, you know in the mainstream so i think uh, the time has come now really to to you know reach out like that and you know people in the mainstream cannot go there and be there forever so the best way i think is to create durgas in those communities thank you so much uh, zeva that's very heartening to know and uh, you know the idea is to make sure that we have someone in every space uh, in so many numbers of population who will really have our back because they believe that that's their responsibility and that's the initiative we call dare durgas are real heroes everywhere and um, so thanks a lot for bringing that up uh, would you have any message to youth on how they take up issues of gender justice not looking at it just as a you know a project for getting credits or something that a university asks while yes it could all lead from there but what really should youth be thinking about and why why should it be important for them to actually help build gender just societies because there are so many ramifications for that right and all positive ones so any message from you for them um i think the youth uh, play a huge role because they are the you know uh, it sounds very cliched but uh, yeah they are the uh, you know people who build the nation finally when i say youth i actually would like to start at the you know at almost the high school level you know 13 14 years that's the time when uh, children must be encouraged to speak up and to 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 help uh, you know their uh, to to be a responsible bystander i think um, that is the time that they learn and you have to catch them young actually and and in fact uh, projects in schools would uh, you know would be so helpful that um, you know that because that is where they begin their journey of life and i think that is where uh, one should set the pace and it's not difficult because uh, you know children you know if they make up their minds they actually end up uh, doing their bit and they do it fantastically and then if they're raised like that um, i think um, i think that is that that would actually be such a huge turnaround that um, you know then i i almost see uh, you know that uh, maybe in my this life lifetime i will be able to have you know a country which which is really doing uh, well in terms of gender justice because i think if the youth step up i think if kids step up i think um, you know uh, they can actually outsmart everyone out there and i think they can and and they have the power you see they have the they have the uh, strength they have the power they have the resilience they have the conviction and they have um, you know they have the, uh, the that excitement in them and um they have that required anger in them and they have the the required patience to actually change uh, the way uh, the elders think they can actually do that so i i think um, that is where the focus should be now on very beautifully said zeba and it also connects to the first few points you made about parenting where you said that your influences were also because of the way you were brought up at home so when we want our youths of today to be truly the positive uh, you know inclusive leaders that we aspire for them to be tomorrow then there's a lot of investment as parents we have to do today and uh, so thanks a lot for like literally closing it as a circle very very beautifully articulated um the last question um for me is if in one sentence you could say what aspect of feminism you connect with most 
would be great for us to know. For me, feminism is to believe in gender justice and equality. Um, I think um, both men and women have a right to live very, very equal lives in terms of their rights and obligations. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, uh, Zeba, for uh, helping us do this. And um, we will be in touch with My you. My pleasure. Looking forward to hear a lot more from you. Durga's Fireside Chat. Hosted by Priya Varadarajan.